Hi and welcome back to the Shining Light podcast. Today we're shining light on being faithful. I pray that as we go into this episode that the Lord gives us wisdom about what it means to be faithful and also gives us the grace to be faithful in all that we do, all to his glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's get started. The Bible passage of today is Luke 16 verse 10 and that says, If you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. That was the New Living Translation version. That was Luke 16 verse 10. So first of all, what does it mean to be faithful? I think being faithful means being trustworthy, being loyal. Um, the like dictionary definition is around this idea of like being loyal, being trustworthy. Um, it, I think it would also mean doing what you have been called to do and doing it well. So if you think of the parable of the talents, if you don't know what that is, that was a parable that Jesus gave where he where the story was that there were like there were three men that had been given um talent, so money, by their like employer, I think. So I think one of them was given five talents, one of them was given one talent, and another one was given either two or three talents, I believe. They were all given very like different amounts of talents, and then the like employer, like the boss, their boss was like, "Oh, I'm going away for a bit. Here, have the talents." And then when he came back, like the two of the people that had the most talents, so the one that I think had five and and the other one that had three talents, were like, "Oh, look, I made a profit from these talents that you gave me." I.e., meaning like, "Oh, I did something with the talents you gave me." And then the one he was given one talent was like, oh, I didn't do anything with it, I think, because he was, like, scared or something along those lines. So, like, the moral of the parable is, like, like do well with what you've been given. So the talents can mean talents in that, like, gift that you've been given by God. I think it also is just talking about, like, doing what you've been called to do well. Like, if God has put something in your hands to do, do it well. Like... The, like in the parable, the good and faithful servant was the one who used his given talent to produce more. This isn't to say that like you have to make money or something to show that you're being faithful, but it's just to say that the evidence of faithfulness is using what I believe from this parable. Like that's what I believe that this parable is like saying that the evidence of faithfulness is using what God has given you to produce good fruit. So you're making something new, you're making something greater you're being productive with what God has given you that's not to be like oh um it's like kind of toxic hustle culture like productivity culture kind of thing but it is just to say like if God has given you something use it for his glory um and this good fruit quote unquote that like God had God wants us to produce it could be bringing people to Christ through evangelism it could be speaking up about something that God wants you to like whatever it is that God has like put it in your heart to do for his glory, do it so that you can produce good fruit through it. I think also God will make your tasks and talents clear to you if you ask him to. So if we read James 1.5, James 1.5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him. So if we don't know what our tasks are, like what our purpose is on earth or whatever you want to call it, we can ask God to reveal it to us. And he will, because when we ask for wisdom, as James 1.5 says, we will receive it. But of course, you have to ask in faith because 
Verse 6 says, but let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. So it just like ask in faith that God, like God, what do you want me to do? Like, what is your task for me? Like, what have you called me to be? Doing that task that God has called you to do is acting in faithfulness and doing that task will lead you to producing the good fruit that God wants you to produce. So I think that like being that faithfulness is important because it's saying yes to God's plan for you and what he has called you for. It's helping those people that are like attached to you and your destiny. It's helping them in their lives. Like there's this kind of I always, like idea that um I know a lot of people believe in and I do believe in it that like that people quote and unquote are attached to your destiny. When I say that I mean that like there are people that are like connected to you so you know how like your family members are like attached to you obviously not physically but attached in that there's a relation between you and your family there's a relation between you and your friends there's a relation between you and your dog like there's a relation between you and the people around you I think and like I know that a lot of people I speak to I don't know if it's just like the kind of church culture I grew up in I don't know what that is like I don't know how but like I genuinely do think that there are like people attached to your destiny like attached to God's plan for you so if you think of like Moses and Joshua for example Joshua was attached quote unquote to Moses's like or Joshua's destiny yeah was attached to Moses because like Joshua ended up inheriting the promised land he ended up leading like the children of Israel into the promised land and he was under the leadership of Moses but if Moses hadn't done what God had called him to if Moses hadn't said yes to God's plan to you know deliver the Israelites from the Egyptians then Joshua wouldn't have fulfilled his destiny of being the next leader the next generational leader of the Israelite people so this is what I mean when I say people's destinies can be attached to yours and that's why it's so important to be faithful in what God has called you to because you're helping those people that are quote unquote and attached to you and of course it's a way to glorify God and to please him like I always talk about this whole idea of well not always but like I strongly believe and I love this idea of like glorifying God in all that we do because we're called to do it in the word of God but I just think it's really amazing because I think it's like a way to bring people to Christ um, when you glorify God, so when you live for God's glory, when you do things that glorify God, when you do things that please God, I do think that like it's a way to bring people to Christ because there's this quote that says, you might be the only Jesus a person ever sees. So just to say that like you're, it, I think it's just talking about how like one's actions can be like kind of the only reflection of God that some people may interact with because they may not just go to church out of their own like just wake up one day and say hey I want to go to church but like how you interact with them as a Christian that might be what kind of makes them curious to find out more about God so it's a way definitely I think faithfulness is a way to glorify God and it's a way to please him so leading on from like the parable of the talents what does it mean to be faithful in little things it means starting out in what you have been called to do Often it seems like because we may not have a big platform or or whatever that may be, we are not being used by God. So 
like I'll use this podcast for an example um this podcast is something that I started I believe last year and there's been a lot of discouragement around it there's been a lot of like anxiety and fear um that I experienced like surrounding the podcast in that like oh no like what will people think if I start a podcast um like oh it's not growing as I want it to grow etc etc and there have been times where I've been really discouraged and I'm like I'm just gonna quit I'm just I'm just I'm gonna stop and there have been times when there have been very inconsistent posts wink wink I'm sorry about that but we're trying um but it can it, it has felt like oh no my like this platform isn't big enough like it's not doing enough it's not this and that and the other but I think we just need to remember that like whatever you're doing as long as you're doing it for God and you're doing it to please God it doesn't matter that like you have like whether you have a million followers or whether you only have two followers because if those two followers are people that are genuinely growing in their faith and genuinely growing closer to God by by his grace because it's not by our power like I'm not saying this podcast is like you know um the road to salvation of course it's not you can only be saved through faith but I am saying that these, like, um, this podcast, for example, um, the sister page, like, blog, jesusislove.316 on Instagram, if you want to follow, um, like, Christian creatives who produce really cool art and graphics, um, people who preach messages and post them on YouTube, people who have other podcasts, people who just, like, evangelise on the street, whatever they may be, the, the fact that you're doing those things and you're doing them doing them for God's glory as long as they're reaching people and they're doing they're like drawing people closer to God that's what matters it doesn't matter if and I know it's easy to say this like people might think like oh it's just because you have a small platform we're not small we're mighty in Jesus name but like it doesn't matter whether you have a million followers or whether you have two followers because as long as those million followers or whether those two followers are being drawn closer to God that's what matters at the end of the day if you have a million followers and they're all being drawn closer to God, great, amazing. If you have two followers and they're all being drawn closer to God, also great, amazing. What matters is that people are knowing the gospel, people are accepting the gospel, people are growing in their faith. That's what the main idea is. You know, Paul was talking about how um, we have many members in one body. And I like that um, whole passage. I can't remember what it's in. I think it's in First Corinthians. But um, I really like that passage because it just talks, like, to me, it's just talking about how, like, in the church, as in the worldwide church, as in the community of believers all over the world, some people may have, like, people will have different roles. Not some people may have different roles. People will have different roles. And what matters is that, like, all those roles are being used for the glory of God. So someone might be the ear and another person might be the left toe. You know, like, the air is very important, but the left, like, big toe is also very important as well. They may be important in different ways, but they are all important. So, like, just as every member of the body, every body part is important, all people in, like, this kind of, this, all, all people in the body of Christ are important and all people doing these doing their part whether that's through preaching whether that's through evangelizing whether that's through whatever it may be all people are significant in this walk with Christ in this body of Christ that are that are working to draw people closer to God I was reading a bible plan 
about imposter syndrome and it was talking about feeling too small to be used by God to do great things but God will build you up through those small platforms and quote-unquote small platforms and those like quote-unquote small projects in preparation for the bigger ones but if you reject the small ones that is if you don't act in a faithful way if you're not faithful in those little things then how can you expect to know what to do in the bigger ones so imagine if you've never run a half marathon how do you expect to complete the full 26 miles like how how will that work i also saw this tiktok funnily enough i'm talking about this similar idea it's it's by this tiktoker called it's anna joy so it's anna joy one word And she was talking about this idea of not wanting to do something because we feel our platform isn't big enough. So it's just, again, like, don't feel like you're too small to be used by God. I really love the story of Gideon. I've never read it myself, but I've heard it's told to me very many times and I've heard it a lot of times. Gideon was from the weakest family of the weakest tribe of Israel. And he was the weakest one in his family. So basically, he was the weakest person in Israel, I believe. And um, God called him to tear down his father's idol. So God called him to do something quite big. And he was like, oh, my days. Like, I'm paraphrasing, of course. Like, don't just read it for yourself. Google it because I don't know where it is in the Bible. But (laughs) uh, yeah, the story of Gideon. But then he was like, oh, no, how can I do it? Like, I'm not that big. I can't. I'm not. I'm too small to do this mighty task. And um, God was like, no, I've called you to do it, do it. And then he did it eventually. And I don't really know the rest of the story. But like God can use what seems quote unquote small to the world to do great things. Look at um, King David. King David was just like the shepherd boy with his harp playing to the lambs or whatever. He was like (laughs) whatever he was shepherding. Like he was, he was this small boy and he was called to be king of Israel and he became this mighty king. Yeah, he had flaws, but like we're not talking about that right now. But God called him to be this mighty king. So don't let people or yourself make, or even the devils make you feel too small to be used by God to do great things. Never feel too small to do great things. And look at Zechariah 4.10. As I always say, this is one of my favourite verses for sure. And it says, um, in the New Living Translation, do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. The seven lamps represent the eyes of the Lord that search all around the world. But if you just focus on that first sentence, it says, do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. That first part, do not despise these small beginnings. So don't despise these small beginnings because they're building you up, they're teaching you, they're helping you grow. Just like, just start the thing that God has called you to do. But remember, like when you start this thing, whatever it may be, not everyone is a Billy Graham. Okay, like I love Billy Graham, if you God rest his soul. Like, if you don't know, through this podcast, I love Billy Graham so much. He's one of my favourite um, preachers to listen to. Him and Dr. Charles Stanley are, like, I think my two favourite preachers to listen to. Granted, I don't listen to that many. That's because I like these guys so much. But, yeah, I would recommend listening to their sermons. They're really good. They're very encouraging, very calming, very truthful. And I think they really, like, lead you closer to Christ, just as a side note. 
But like, yeah, remember, not everyone is a Billy Graham. Your calling might not be to preach to millions. It could just be to share the gospel with those around you. Your calling might be to be a prayer leader in your local church. Your calling could be to be a counsellor or a mentor to the young people in your church. It could be an artist to create like super cool things for God's glory. I was reading Exodus and I didn't realise how much like God, I don't know the word, like how much God like appreciate shall I say artists because when um God was telling Moses about the building of the tabernacle so like the building of basically God's temple um that the children of Israel would be able to like worship God through yes through yeah like he was giving God was giving these instructions about like how the artist should be like um decorating things how the artist should be designing things and he was saying, like, oh, this this and this artist who, like, I gave this talent to. And I just found it really cool that, like, God was, you know, shouting out, like, the artist. Like, hyping, not even hyping up, but, like, giving, like, a shout out to the artist. Because I feel like sometimes artists and creatives in general are looked down upon. But God, like, looks at them and he uses them for his glory, which is, like, what's important. But anyway, the bottom line is, whatever your calling is, no matter how obscure or different it may seem in comparison to someone else's, as long as that calling is from God and you're doing it by his leading in a way that pleases him, he will be happy that you're doing it and that you're being faithful because doing it is being faithful. And as you take steps in your calling, God will make you grow and he will equip you to do more for him. But this equipping can only really come after you've taken the first initial steps of being faithful in a little. So show how much you can do with a little and then see how God will give you more. How can we be faithful in little things though? So yeah, we know it's important. Okay, let's be faithful in little things. But like, how do we do that? Ask God what your calling is. For sure, just ask God what it is. For some like the calling could be evangelism technically like because of the great commission we're all called to preach the gospel but like some people are specifically called to be evangelists so if you look at ephesians 4 11 it says and he himself that's god gave some to be apostles some prophets some evangelists and some pastors and teachers so ask god what your calling is ask god for the strength to fulfill your calling so I was praying with Second Peter um, 1 verse 10 for a while because it says, Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure, for if you do these things, you'll never stumble. That was in the New King James Version. If I just read it in a different version, Second Peter 1.10 in the New International Version says, Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election, for if you do these things, you will never stumble. So, yeah, like, ask God for the strength to fulfil your calling so that you won't stumble, so that you'll know what you're doing, so you'll know what God has called you to do. Likewise, Hebrews 13, 20 to 21, um, says, Now may the God of peace, he brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. So just pray that like God makes you able to do what he's called you to do and what is in his will for you. Of course, just start 
if you want to be faithful in little things just start start doing the thing that God has like called you to do take the first step and then just keep on walking don't put it off waiting for the perfect time of course of course go by the leading of the Holy Spirit but don't like use waiting on the Spirit as an excuse to procrastinate what you've been called to do if God has like called you to do something like if God's put it in your heart maybe for a while that like hey you're a preacher hey you're a teacher hey you're an evangelist start just ask God like hey God how do how should I start doing this and he may tell you okay um you need to join the evangelism team in your church you need to start a youtube channel to like preach the gospel whatever it is that god has called you to do like ask him because i think god will give you a calling but i also think like you need to ask god how he wants you to fulfill that calling that's why i think that's why i like the verse second peter 1 10 because it kind of just like emphasizes this idea of like doing not just acting in your calling but acting in your calling in the way god intends you to so Billy Graham for example he was an evangelist he's like evidentially the way that God called him to do his calling like the way God called the way God wanted him to fulfill that calling of being an evangelist was by like preaching to hundreds of thousands of people but the way God may call John from down the road to be an evangelist maybe to just speak to his neighbours about God to like preach in his local or like evangelise in his local community do you understand what I mean so it's like ask God not just what your calling is but like how you should fulfil that calling like just yeah I would say just start like we in relation to reality we have a short time on earth so we have a lot to do but not in a lot of time so like just get started and do it And remember, like, my friend was telling me this, like, how our calling is bigger than us. And our anxiety, like, is definitely in comparison to the calling God has for us, is, like, inconsequential. It's not as significant because what you've been called to do is bigger than you. God has people that he wants us to reach through our calling. So that's why it's important to be faithful because it's not just about you again it's also about the people attached to you and I recognize completely that the devil is going to want to make you feel small and incapable so he may like you may feel these feelings of imposter syndrome of anxiety of inferiority but like recognize that there are the lies of the enemy to stop you from doing what God wants you to do and the devil may also make you question your calling or make you feel like it's not important enough again like oh you only have two followers what's the point or like no one is buying your bible artwork like just leave it or people aren't listening to your music let's say you're like a musician a producer for the lord for the for the lord like you're making christian music you're like you're making i don't know like gospel afrobeats you're making like gospel music you're making christian contemporary music whatever it may be and like, oh no, no one is buying your music, no one's listening to your music, just shut up the devil, like, tell the devil to shut up, look at James 4, 7, it says, resist the devil and he will flee, so you have authority, use it, so tell the devil to shut up, like, if God has called you to do something, trust that God has told you that for a reason, that's why I think, like, being faithful is, like, putting your faith in action, because, it's saying like this is what God has called me to do so I'm gonna do it and also shorter tips for how to be faithful in little things be consistent 
be disciplined and look at your calling and whatever that task may be in a positive way. Change your attitude about what you're doing. Full disclosure, I have not always been faithful in what I've been called to do. I Like, obviously, I have not. I am not perfect. The Bible says, confess your sins to one another. I have not always been faithful. But by the grace of God, I'm learning to be more faithful. And I'm trying to be more faithful in what God has called me to do. So it's just to say, like... I have kind of been putting off recording this episode because I felt a bit like a hypocrite to be telling people or like advising people to be faithful when I know I haven't been the most faithful but I feel that this is a really important episode and I like I'm now making taking steps to be faithful in what God has called me to do and in what I should be doing so yeah just in case you're like just as a little side note Finally, or second to the finally, um, I think that there are differences and similarities between faith and faithfulness. So faith is believing without seeing, as Hebrews 11.1 1 suggests, but I would say faithfulness is putting one's faith into action. So faithfulness is being trustworthy or loyal, as I've said, but because you have faith in God, you trust him when he has called you to do something. So you're putting your faith into action when you're acting in what God has assigned for you. You're like saying like, oh God, I trust your plan for me. Therefore, you're showing your faith by doing what God has called you to do. I hope that makes sense to you. But like, as I've been using the parable of the talent and the good and faithful servant. You can't be a good and faithful servant if you don't know God and if you aren't in a relationship with God. That's so because of that. Um, I just want to do a quick prayer of salvation. If you've listened to this episode, this episode went a lot, a lot quicker than I thought it would, funnily enough. I feel that's often the case, but here we are. Um, yeah, if you want to just do like a prayer of salvation, you're just like, hey, I want to know more about God. I want to I, I want to know more about this God that we keep talking about or that I keep hearing about. I want to know more about Jesus. I want to know who he is. I want to accept him into my life. I recognise that God loves me. I recognise that God has a plan for me. Or if you were with God, but you've drifted away and you want to like come back to Christ, this is the prayer of salvation. And if you'd like to repeat after me, or you can like, you can rewind and like say it yourself in another time says, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe Jesus Christ is your son. I believe that he died for my sin and that you raised him to life. I want to trust him as my saviour and follow him as Lord from this day forward. Guide my life and help me to do your will. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. So um, in closing remarks, being faithful is a really nice thing. It's really nice to see yourself being used by God and to see how you're doing things for God. When you get started in like being faithful in little things, it's difficult, I'm not gonna lie, or at least it was difficult for me. I found it like hard, but like in the long run and as you go through that time, as you like progress, it's really nice to see how God is using you. It's not always easy, as I I, I reiterate this, it's not always easy. Um, especially if you're someone who in the past has been quite anxious or like awkward like I talk about how in the past I was quite a like anxious person not very confident or at least not very confident in things of God um it can be it can feel weird to say yes to God and his plan but 
we need to say yes to God and we need to say no to anxiety in Jesus name we need to just keep moving forward and keep trusting in God's plan I think the nice thing about being faithful is that when you start being faithful in the little things you genuinely build yourself up and you find yourself being able to do things you weren't able to do before so your confidence grows and you're producing more fruit for God and it's just a really nice feeling for example if you're someone who was um like I say for example me I haven't been always the most confident person in the past by the grace of God I'm not like a million times more confident than I used to be especially when it comes to things of God but um yeah like I wasn't very confident with godly things like in church for example I wasn't always the most confident person but I found myself being able to do things that I couldn't do before um in church for example so like um being even like quote-unquote little things like leading prayer during fellowship that's something that I don't think I would have been able to do like six months ago or at least I would have been able to do it confidently but the fact that I'm able to do things like that now and I can just see how like I'm being able to be used by God it's just it's genuinely a really nice feeling so I wonder if you have any like stories or testimonies like that like how you've grown in your um walk with God as you've started to be faithful in the things that he's called you to do I just want to like end with this kind of analogy so imagine a bodybuilder or a weightlifter they probably didn't just start lifting 100 kilogram 100 kilogram weights I live in the UK I'm in um Europe so I use the metric system so kilograms and stuff I don't know how much that is in like pounds for like American listeners but google it so let's say they probably didn't start lifting a hundred kilogram weight. They start small, maybe with ten kilograms, and they recognised they could do that, so they moved to twenty. Then they saw they could do that, so maybe they moved to forty, then to sixty, and then finally to a hundred. They were faithful in the little ten kilograms, and then they built it up from there. They'd have probably have had to be consistent as well to keep up that momentum and growth. So they couldn't have just lifted. 10 kilograms on Monday and then not done anything until next week Thursday you know so they were consistent they were disciplined they kept that momentum growing if they probably if they'd started to if they tried to lift 100 kilograms straight away just straight off the bat they probably wouldn't have been able to and because they wouldn't have been able to because of that fear that they felt like hey I can't lift this 100 kilograms first time they'd have probably shied away from bodybuilding because they thought they weren't capable. When in fact, they were capable. They were able to lift this 100 kilograms eventually. But they just had to start small and move up from there to see their full capability. They just had to start small and move up from there to see their full capability. Likewise with us too. So thank you so much for listening to this episode Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to the Shining Light podcast. Thank you to listeners from all over the world who join this this like little com- not little remind you in Jesus name this community of believers. Um, it's just really nice to like see how many people are like listening and enjoying this podcast, and it's always really nice to see growth and to like. Yeah, it's just nice to see that people engage with this podcast. And I thank God for that all the time. Um, Thank you for listening. 
I thank God for like what we shared here today. I also thank you for making me able to um, feel comfortable enough to be honest with you that like I haven't always been the most faithful, but I'm growing in that ability. Um, yeah, I just, I, I really enjoyed this episode. Um, I feel like it's something that's been on my heart for a while. Um, but as I say, I didn't feel comfortable, like comfortable, like to do the episode um for a while again because I wasn't being faithful like I felt I wasn't being faithful so I wasn't qualified but yeah I feel like I'm in a better place now to speak about being faithful um I pray that God gives us the grace to be faithful in all that he's called us to do Jesus name I pray that he gives us the grace to know our calling to know how to fulfill our calling and to know how to um start acting faithfully to start being faithful in the little things so that he can make us be able to do even greater things in Jesus name and dear Lord um thank you for this whole episode the people who pray this prayer of salvation I pray that you draw them nearer to you I pray that you draw their hearts closer to you I pray you turn their hearts to face you in Jesus name I pray that you connect them to a good godly community a good godly church community where they can learn more about you, where they can grow in their faith in Jesus' name. I pray that the Holy Spirit continues to fill them. I pray that you convict them to stay close to you in Jesus' name. I pray that you draw them near to you in the mighty name of Jesus and all the hearts that you want to touch through this episode and that you want to touch through that prayer of salvation, oh God. I pray that you draw those hearts to you also in Jesus' name. Thank you, God, for this episode. Thank you all for listening to this episode and... Remember to keep shining your lights.